Group experience. Group experience. Group experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. In the world of travel, things are constantly changing. There's always something to learn about the places we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations, a podcast designed for students of travel. What's going on? This is Stevie G, and thank you for listening to another episode of DBE, the podcast that's designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere else, if you don't mind hitting that subscribe or follow button, that would mean the world to me. Want to get more DBE? Make sure to give the show a like on Facebook, and be sure to visit the website dbetravel.com where you'll see all the shows ever recorded, along with a few helpful blogs and so much more. It feels like we're entering a new phase when it comes to travel. We're closing in on one year of living through the pandemic. The vaccine is becoming available to more and more people every day, and people are beginning to plan their next trip. The process of planning a trip, at least for me, maybe because I'm a travel nerd, is really exciting. Getting on my computer and searching destinations, flight deals, rental cars, all that jazz, allows my mind to wander about all the amazing possibilities that lie in the adventure I'm planning. There's another side of the coin, though. I'm recording this episode on January 19th, and right now the coronavirus death toll in the United States is about to eclipse 400,000. Even though the vaccine is becoming available, many people have yet to receive it, and people are still getting sick and even dying. If I'm going to travel, I certainly don't want to be responsible for spreading COVID-19, And it seems that hopping on a plane or taking a bus might be a great way to spread the disease. It may seem that way, but is that actually the case? In this episode, we look into air travel and ground travel and determine the evidence at hand to answer the question, are they safe? I can't wait to dive into it. Enjoy the show. Have you ever taken a moment to realize how many people pass through airports? I live in Orlando, and our airport is in the top 10 of airports in the U.S. when it comes to traffic and a top 40 airport worldwide, logging over 23 million passenger boardings in 2018. So millions of people step foot in the Orlando International Airport and then squeeze onto an enclosed tin that flies through the sky for hours. It seems like an ideal way to exchange germs, which is something we do not want to do, especially in the time we're currently living through. But you want to know something I found pretty interesting when doing some of my own research on flight safety? Data actually shows that the risk of becoming infected with COVID-19 while on an airplane is low. In fact, it's very low. Really, really low. For an indication to why contracting COVID-19 on a plane is so incredibly unlikely, let's first look to Australia, a country that did an amazing job in slowing the spread of COVID. 
The Australian aviation industry has developed what they're calling a domestic passenger journey protocol. This protocol is designed to give guidance to those in the aviation industry and serve as a way to communicate information to the public. The protocol is important because the information that's being published keeps the public informed and up to date, and it gives great insight on what to expect on a flight. The official protocol can easily be found online, but it focuses on rules around the words eliminate, isolate, minimize, and protect. When both the public and the airports themselves work together to eliminate, isolate, minimize, and protect, traveling by air becomes several degrees safer. Other countries are currently looking to the Domestic Passenger Journey Protocol, which by the way is backed by the Australian Health Protection Principle Committee, as guidance to create their own aviation health and safety guidelines. Airlines are certainly doing their part to make sure traveling by plane is safe. On January 12th, United Airlines made a pretty big accomplishment. They received a diamond certification from the Airline Passenger Experience Association, or APEX. Now, what exactly does that mean? Well, diamond is the highest possible certification an airline can receive after a health and safety audit. To achieve this certification, United had to meet a 58-point checklist covering 10 categories, including areas like contact tracing and in-flight health measures. One of the big reasons that led to United passing the audit was the United Clean Plus SM program, which includes partnerships with the Cleveland Clinic and Clorox. While the airline looked to the Cleveland Clinic to help draft policies and protocols that reflect the latest scientific guidance, Clorox assisted by redefining United's disinfection procedures. Another example of an airline stepping up to exceed health and safety standards is Qatar Airways, who recently became the first global airline in the world to receive a five-star COVID-19 safety rating from Skytrax. Again, another accomplishment, but what does it mean? Well, it means simply, similarly to United's process, Qatar Airways had to pass a very detailed audit. Qatar Airways got specifically high marks when it came to air quality on the plane, and they're regarded as leaders in the industry when it comes to their air filtration systems on board. They were also the first airline to introduce Honeywell's state-of-the-art ultraviolet cabin system, which further cleans the cabin and helps to eliminate any trace of COVID-19. One final thing to note in regards to air travel as we pivot out of the pandemic is that airports have been investing in contactless technologies. Touchless airport parking is becoming more common. Airports are fast-tracking technologies that help passengers operate check-in kiosks so they don't have to touch communal screens. Even eating in an airport involves far fewer touch points. Apps like Grub allow travelers to order meals inside the airport using their phones, and when their food is ready, they can pick it up. Contactless technology is certainly playing a big role in health and safety at airports all around the world. We're about at the halfway point of the episode today, so it's a great time for me to let you know about group experience. Group experience is a great way to travel. Essentially, you, and if you want your friends and family too, book a trip that becomes part of a group. 
Being part of a group helps to keep your price down and gives you a great opportunity to meet and make friends with other travel-minded people. Group Experience has a few really neat craft trips that you can sign up for, including the Smoky Mountains, Memphis, and more. Make sure to check the show notes where you'll find a link to see all the Group Experience trips available. And next time you're on Facebook, head over to the Group Experience page and give them a follow. This is a great way to travel, and I can't wait to book my next trip with Group Experience. You know, if you're going to get people back traveling again, if you're going to get them on a bus, number one, the bus has got to be safe. Okay, many of you who work in the travel industry might recognize that voice. That's Peter Pantuso, the president and CEO of the American Bus Association. I actually had Peter on my show a while back. When we think of travel, the first image that pops into our head might not be a bus, but maybe it should be. The American Bus Association reports that pre-COVID, the motor coach industry provided more than, get this, 600 million passenger trips annually. While some of that number goes to those commuting to work, a big part of it too goes to transportation related to tourism. As the motor coach industry looks to rebound from a tough 2020, Making sure their buses are safe is a big deal. But generally speaking, buses were leaders in the transportation industry when it came to responding to the pandemic. We put together a whole uh, package, if you will, online. It's available on our website. Um, Looking at protocols, looking at best safety practices, what were other companies doing when it came to cleaning, uh, but also what were they doing in terms of communication, communicating to those other travel partners and then communicating back to the customers. So communication was important to the motor coach industry very early on in their response, especially when it came to sharing best health and safety practices. So what are those practices that coach companies are following? Well, I came across a video from Fullington Trailways, a bus company in Pennsylvania. I really urge you to take a look at this video. I'll include a link to it in the show notes, but it goes through their cleaning processes and includes some reminders to keep everyone safe, healthy, and comfortable while traveling. In the video, Fullington highlights their focus on disinfecting high touch points. Places like entrance areas, seat belts, and handrails are naturally touched more by travelers, so it's important to show those areas get extra special attention when it comes to disinfection. I also want to talk briefly about the last part of what Fullington calls their extreme clean commitment. Fullington cleans their buses with a hydrostatic sprayer that has an EPA certified sanitizing mist spray. This type of sanitation between uses is a highly effective cleaning method and shows Fullington's commitment to the health and safety of travelers. And something to keep in mind, this is just one example. Coach companies all across the U.S. are being transparent about the steps they're taking when it comes to cleaning their buses. When you were traveling, how many times have you used Uber or another rideshare service? I know I've used Uber a bunch, and so have many other travelers. Are rideshare services doing their part when it comes to health and safety? Well, aside from Uber drivers having to meet daily requirements when it comes to mask wearing and sanitizing their ride, perhaps the bigger story is Uber's recent partnership with Moderna. 
The two companies will work together to provide accessible information on vaccine safety through Uber's in-app messaging, Uber and Moderna said in a joint statement. Because the Uber app is used by so many people every day, it's a great platform to share updated information when it comes to COVID-19. It is a perfect example of technology being used to relay important information. Beyond partnering with Moderna to make updates available through the app, Uber has also pledged 10,000 free and discounted rides to help those who want to get vaccinated. At the beginning of the show, I asked if transportation by air or transportation by ground are safe, because as we know, getting to our destination is a huge part of travel. To recap, the chances of someone contracting COVID-19 on an airplane is highly unlikely. First off, the air industry as a whole has communicated information to the public incredibly well. The domestic passenger journey protocol is a great example of this, and it's currently serving as a guide to airports and travelers around the world as air travel sees new normals. Airlines are going above and beyond when it comes to sanitizing their aircraft, and that goes for both airlines here in the U.S. and internationally as well. We're seeing airlines partner with companies who can help them reach new heights when it comes to cleanliness. We're seeing onboard air filtration systems that operate more efficiently than ever. And we're seeing new technology like the ultraviolet cabin systems. And speaking of technology, airports are investing in a lot of touchless technology. Touch-free parking and touch-free food orders within airports are just a couple examples of how things are changing so travelers interact less with high contact surfaces. Vehicles here on the ground are also taking the necessary steps to make sure travelers stay healthy. The motor coach industry communicated best practices not only to the public, but also amongst themselves so the industry as a whole could best move forward. Bus companies are giving extra attention to high-touch surface areas and using advanced sanitation techniques in between uses. Rideshare services are requiring their drivers to sanitize their vehicles and wear masks. And Uber is also using its technology to keep the public informed on COVID-19 news and vaccine information. Whether you're going to travel in a plane or on wheels, you should know that the transportation industry is doing everything it can to make sure your experience is safe. And I think that's something we can all acknowledge and applaud. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. It was a short one, but I hope you found the information helpful. Make sure to give Destinations Beyond Expectations a like on Facebook and a follow on Instagram. If you haven't checked out Destinations Beyond Expectations online, you can do so by visiting www.dbetravel.com. The website has all the shows ever recorded, some insightful travel blogs, and a link to support the show through Patreon. No matter where you're listening to the show, please hit the follow or subscribe button, and if you can, give the show a review and five-star rating. Rating and reviewing is incredibly helpful. If you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to dbetravel1 at gmail.com, and I look forward to reading your questions and feedback. Well, that's all I've got for this week. Travel safely, and I will talk to you soon.
Destinations Beyond Expectations is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Adventures. If you need help planning your next student group trip, Kaleidoscope Adventures is the name you need to know. Visit them at www.mykatrip.com or give them a call at 800-774-7337 when you're ready to plan your next school trip. Again, that's www.mykatrip.com or call them at 800-774-7337.